Everybody, welcome to the Marriage Adventure Podcast. We're your hosts, Daniel and Bonnie Hoover, and it's so great having you here with us today. As we sit here recording this podcast, it's February the 13th. Do you know what that means? That means it's the day after the Super Bowl. Ah, and the, yes. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs won. That's so. true. Oh, if you didn't watch, well, surely you watched or you know. <laughs> Listen, if, so, you, if I'm letting you know, then I think you're okay with me letting yes, you know. Yes, I think so. But so. tomorrow, there's something significant tomorrow. What is that? What is mm, that? Tuesday? I think. I think it's Valentine's, Valentine's day. day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Yes, happy Valentine's Day. From the Hoover day. crew. Hoover mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a little, uh, a few little Valentine's facts here. Yeah. Right. That, uh, that I found. Um, did you know that nearly 250 million roses are grown in preparation for Valentine's Day each year? Whoa. That's a lot. 250 million. million. Um, countries that grow them include Ecuador, Kenya, Colombia and they ship them to the United States hmm. since they don't grow in colder temperatures and we celebrate Valentine's Day in the month of February. Oh uh, yeah. I never thought I, about that. No, I hadn't. Mm-mm. That's Mm-mm. true. That's true. And that the color of flower given on Valentine's Day holds a meaning. Uh, do you know what those mm-hmm. are? Well, it I know says, red's love, right? Yeah, while red roses traditionally symbolize love, other color- colors like deep pink, purple, or white Symbolize happiness, royalty, and sympathy. Mm. Uh, they may be given on the holiday. What too. about yellow? Does it say anything about yellow? Yellow. It doesn't say nothing about yellow. Mm, yellow. Um, but you know, I was pretty happy. Those are pretty happy too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it says that Americans spend um, over twenty-seven point four billion dollars mm. on Valentine's Day in last year. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Um, that they uh, th- that they spend an average, approximately of a hundred and ninety six dollars. Men spend around two hundred ninety one dollars. Oh, close to three hundred bucks. Yep, and uh, women spend around a hundred and six dollars. Oh my goodness. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow, that. So if our household combined that, that's about what we spend on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> We're very cheap people. I know. That's a lot of money. Yep. And 145 million Valentine's Day cards are exchanged mm. uh, every year. That's a, that's a lot. And, um, and, and, and this is, this you'd probably identify with this, um, make you feel good. Around 27.6 million American households give Valentine's Day presents to their pets. The pet dog, not pets. They're dogs. Oh, they're dogs. That's just that's just in the dog, the dog families. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah. then seventeen point one million picked up gifts for their cats. Wait, why'd you say I would appreciate that? Oh, you know, I mean, you, you, I don't know. I, I didn't buy gifts for yeah. our animals. No, but I mean, you like your dog and your your donkeys. Yeah, but things. I didn't buy them Valentines. So, well, you know, the first heart shaped box of chocolates was introduced in eighteen sixty one. It was created by Richard Cadbury. Oh, like the Cadbury eggs, Cadbury chocolates. The the bunny sits on and and all that kind of stuff. He had something to gain. 
Oh yeah, he Man, did. He's making some money. Yes. Ooh, wouldn't you money. like your? What if your last name was Cadbury? Wouldn't you? Uh, mm-hmm. I bet you benefited in some way. From I don't know. My last name's Hoover, and I've never benefited from that damn. Or the president. Or the vacuums. <laughs> or the vacuums. <laughs> Good thing I didn't switch those words. That uh, okay. the damn and the president. Okay, okay. so um, all right. All right. All right. conversation hearts got their start as medical lozenges. Ooh. You mean like they wrote on like cough drops or something? Yeah, they um, invented a machine that simplified the way medical lozenges, the use for sore throats and stuff, could be made. And the result was America's first candy-making machine. Cool. Um, well, that's a cool fun fact. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. And uh, what about so, like writing on the hearts for Valentine's? Though? Well, that didn't get started until 1866 mm-hmm. when we got our first sweet printed messages on those conversation hearts. It's a deep history, huh? Uh-huh. A long history of Valentine's Day. Uh huh. And I won't tell you, it got started in like pagan holidays and different stuff like that, which most of our holidays get started yeah, in, in pagan holidays. But um, yes, so. Um, Pretty, pretty interesting. Pretty fun facts interesting there. Interesting thing. So um, we wanted to talk today about uh, about Valentine's Day a little bit because in the Hoover household, it's, I'll just tell you how this goes. When Bonnie and I first met, um, I, I loved, to, I, I grew up in a household where my mom's love language and spiritual gift, I'm imagining, is gift giving. Yeah. My mom, if you go visit my parents to this day, Mom will disappear for a minute, and she's going to give you something. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she has a whole store in her closet yes. with little bags, little goodies, little treats, little treasures. And she's you're going to leave with something every time you go mm-hmm. visit her to this day. We, we visit them this weekend. It's not a bag. It's, it's cash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did I tell you she gave me money? Sorry. No, she gave you money? Yeah, for us. <laughs> okay. I was Just a little, a little bit. A little treat. little treat. Yeah, and she gave the kids something yep. every time we do. And so that's the way I grew up. Um, and it was never lavish. It was never like, uh, you know, we, we were a good middle class, military, you know, government working family. And so uh, there was never any massive lavish gifts. It was just always little sweet gifts. Mm-hmm. And um that was for anything, not anything. just Valentine's. That was and for so girlfriends I had, I, I, that's the way I showed love. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the way I learned to show love. And then I meet you. Yep. And um, you could give a care less about any of the gifts. No, I don't mean to say that. But you were not a gifts person. No, well, we did. We we did have that do Valentine's Day growing up, but it wasn't like this major big deal. I mean, my dad would always get the girls some chocolates and um, and all, but did he give Bill anything? Your brother? I don't know. I was too selfish to even <laughs> ask that. I guess I don't. I don't really know. Okay. But what ruined it for me was in college. I had a little stint where I worked in a florist, mm. florist shop, and um, that day for around Valentine's Day was nuts. But what was, I think, what just kind of sat, sat with me wrong was I, I would answer the some calls and I would take the orders and you would have people calling like at 12 o'clock on Valentine's day going, mm. I, I got to get this to my wife. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, that was an afterthought. I appreciate it. And then sometimes you'd have a secretary. A lot of times the secretary would call for the husband mm. to send stuff to his wife or occasionally someone would call and have something sent to two ladies at the same time, not oh. their mother. Oh. Um, and so I was like, yeah, oh. I, don't, I don't know. I just, yeah. It, it kind of ruined it for me, and it was like, okay, so this is more 
a gift of obligation uh-huh. than a, you know, I really appreciated the days that were not Valentine's Day where people would just send a, send flowers just because. Thinking of you type Thinking thing. of you kind of thing. That was sweet. That was romantic. But just to do it for this, because this, you know, society says it's Valentine's Day. You got to do it. Mm-hmm. That I don't, it just sat wrong with me. Well, and to mix that with the fact that you are not a gifts person. It does not I register. I with you, but you, it's funny we say that, but when, when it's a meaningful gift mm-hmm. that's practical sure, um, or a gift of, from the heart, you do appreciate that. I do. I do. But just for the sake of spending money and buying something to say you did it, I'd rather you just keep the money in the bank. And yeah. we talked about that early in our marriage. I'm like, I would rather you just, you know, stop and, and pick up something meaningful for me. I, I'll never forget one time you came home from having lunch with somebody and, and I was not part of that lunch. And you came home and you said, hey, I got you something today. I'm like, what in the world? Where have you been? And did you spend money? Please tell me you didn't spend money. And you didn't. You said, uh, yeah, I was paying the bill and I thought this pen wrote really good. And I asked the waitress if I could have it. So I love writing pens, a good writing pen. And so that was like, oh, that was just really sweet because you were thinking of me. And it, it was the thought behind it, not the fact that I... I'm like, don't forget to buy me something tomorrow. It's Valentine's Day. Or it was just really the intention and the thought that went into it because you know me and love mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So, so that is meaningful. Early, So early in our, I mean, probably dating even before we got married or early in our marriage, you had said this to me that Valentine's, you just, you know, I don't, I'm not a fan of Valentine's. So we never really, maybe, it, maybe we did something. I don't know, but we never made a, a deal of it. And mm-hmm. then we were married uh, 13 years before kids came into our lives. Mm-hmm. So um, so our love was a middle schooler, mm-hmm. basically. We we had been married about that long. And so we gone about 13 years without really doing Valentine's. Well, even longer because the kids didn't know anything when they were babies. They yes, didn't reala- realize it. Then when Josie got to be about four, three, 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 four. Yeah, probably. Yeah, two or three. I kind of felt like, you know, I got a little girl, and she needs to see her dad doing, you know, mm-hmm. stuff for her and, and loving her mom on those days. I don't want her to grow up and think, my dad never gave my mom mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. And so we kind of rethought that yeah, and uh, and said, yeah, we need to. So now we, we do a little we something. Do. We do. And, and, uh, and we do, yeah, and I do a date with Josie and different things like that. Mm-hmm. Um. But it did get me to thinking as we were thinking through today, um, what what would you you get you get you see these posts on on social media, and it's always the posts of the man the men the line of men standing at the card uh, counters at, at Kroger or Dollar General or mm-hmm. wherever you buy your cards Walmart, and it's all these men the night of night before night before. And uh, and what does that say to you? It says it was an afterthought and it is oblig- obligation. Mm-hmm. I have to do this because if I don't, I'm going to be in the doghouse tomorrow if I do nothing. And probably so. I mean, and you think about it for a, for a woman who, like me who's like, who's not into the gifts and not into the thing. If somebody asked me, so what did Daniel do for you for Valentine's Day? If I said nothing... I'm more concerned that it makes you look bad than the fact that you did nothing, you know? Yeah, it's appearance. Yeah. It's all about, yeah. it's an obligation. It's something we got to do. Yeah. 
Okay, so should we bring the listeners into our world? I'm, I'm kind of putting you on the spot with uh, with Colby, what we're dealing with, our conversation this sure, morning. Sure, sure. So, um, so Colby's 11, mm-hmm. and we're in this training process with Colby mm-hmm. of trying to teach him to, you know, every 11-year-old kid, 11-year-old boy is, we're, we're all born selfish, right? Mm-hmm. And so we have to be taught to think of other people. And so over the years, I've tried to, I've helped Colby along and Josie, you know, hey, buddy, mama's birthday's coming up or Valentine's Day's coming up. And I take them to to help them get something and help. So we're getting to the point now to where he can't drive. So he does need help. But it's beyond the point to where drawing you a picture is cute. Right. right? right. His go-to is, well, I'll just draw him a picture. Well, no, buddy, you got $300 in your piggy bank. sitting on your chest and you've known about this for two weeks i think a a picture at the last minute is not cute when you're this age Mm -hmm. it's cute when you're four Mm -hmm. Um, but when you got more money in the bank than i do you need (laughs) you need to do something we don't really expect them to spend their Mm -hmm. own money we just expect them to think of it they do spend their own money but we don't expect big extravagance right Right. i make them i do make them buy or at least chip in on whatever it is if it's within reason for their age. Well, um, so so here's where we are with Colby. And this plays into, the, I think, what, what we want to get across today. Okay, pause. If you're a listener and you know Colby, please don't give him a hard time when you no, see him. That's Lord, not no, fair. Do not. Do not. Because he's probably going to have to pay a little price for this. <laughs> <laughs> don't mention it. Um, so Colby has known uh, mm-hmm. about your birthday is at the end of January. Two weeks later is Valentine's day. I know it's a double whammy a hit. Double whammy, but he's got a good opportunity to really love on his mama and think about her. So your birthday came and, uh, and I had a big gift. I wanted all three of us to give you. So he kind of, kind of went, you know, he didn't have to really mm-hmm. think a lot then, but it was funny because his birthday week, he wanted to buy a new Xbox. Oh, my your, birthday. your birthday week. Yep. He's like, dad, I want this Xbox. I want this. I say, okay, listen, your mom's birthday. <laughs> And, and he's saved his money. He's yeah, wanting to buy yeah, it. Yeah. Colby's got more money than all of us listening. No kidding. And so he wanted to buy it. I'm like, okay, you can buy this, but we're not buying this the day or around your mom's birthday. There right. will be an Xbox there next week. So we made him wait, yeah. and he bought it the next week. And he was he was good. He didn't bring it up. He was mm-hmm. very, very kind. So I said, buddy, uh, thanks. I mean, Valentine's Day's coming up. It's time. You know, I need you need to ask mama out on a date, and mm-hmm. you got to give a girl time. And, uh, and if you want to get her something, let me know and we can go. Okay. Yes, sir. And he didn't, he hadn't. No. And so yesterday, two days for Valentine's, we're in the car. We're talking about Valentine's and Josie looks at yeah. Colby and, and, and says, have you invited, if you ask mama out? And he goes, no, I will. I know. And he looked, she looked at me and said, mama, do you have Valentine's plans? I said, nope, not that I know of. <laughs> and, he, and so he knows, he knew. He said, yeah. no, I will. And so now we're the day before. Mm-hmm. Colby has not asked you out. No. And he has not come to me and said, Dad, can you take me Mm-mm. to get Mama something? And so I'm not bringing it up. No. And we're going to let him crash and burn on this. Yep. Because he needs to He needs to learn. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm not bailing him out 24 hours, you know, the night before, less right. than 24 hours. Right. So if he comes up to me tonight, Dad, can you take me? I'm going to tell him, buddy, I can. I got a book. Yep. So if he comes to you. Tonight, uh-huh. asking you to go out tomorrow. How you I probably have some plans. I mean, it's you know the night before. That's a little bit too easy just to give into. He needs to learn that a girl needs you know. Yeah, needs to be 
needs to court it a little. Yeah, I shot Josie a text last week, and I said, "Hey, um, I said I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Do you have plans Valentine's night? I said I'm gonna be uh, a little. I said I'm Gen X, but I'm gonna lean into a little millennial here and ask you over text. <laughs> she loved it, and she said, "What she? Oh, well, she you were at, with her. Yeah, I was with her. She's like, that's so awesome. That's hilarious. And so she said, "What did she say back? She said." Uh, uh, I don't think I have plans. I said, no, your proper response should be, I'll think about it if you ask me face to face. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so. She thought it was funny. So anyway, I'm trying to, you know, let her know. God needs to ask you face to face, not mm-hmm. just over text. But uh, but anyway, so no, Colby has it. So Colby might crash and burn. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But um, but anyway, so. But at he, the same time, it, it, there, I, there I sit with this thinking, I don't want him to do this out of obligation. And and that's the conundrum, you know. It's this it's the, balance at this age with him of you've done a really good job thinking about your Xbox, mm-hmm. and even last week he went and bought an extra controller, mm-hmm. and he watched the Super Bowl last night, and he, you know, mm-hmm. he's done a really good job thinking about Colby, as an eleven year old boy does. But it's sure. our job to help him think about Mama and how mm-hmm. he needs to show mm-hmm. Mama love, and so. Yeah. Um, it is, it is that balance. And so how does this play into how you as a female think men should approach days like this? Well, for one thing, because I always learn, uh, not to interrupt, but I'm going to interrupt you. I always grew up with the understanding Valentine's is for, it's, it's for, it's an opportunity for men to show their ladies how much they love them Mm -hmm. and, and our kids our little kids. Sure. Well, for me, it's always been, I, I don't look to a holiday for that. I would rather the, along the way, you love me well, and, and you do. You look for opportunities. We, we spent some time together last week away doing. That's two weeks. Yeah, yeah, getting away and hanging out, and I'm like, that's great. I, I don't need that for Valentine's Day. I don't want that. Um, and I don't want you to show me love out of obligation. I want there to be this genuine heart that you care about me and that you love me and you show me love throughout the rest of the year. Now, if Valentine's, you're trying to set a good example for our kids and you want to express that where they see that as a good example, that's great. But I also feel like when it comes time to that, I think there needs to be a leaning into the person's love language Mm. because I, like you've noted, I am not a gifts person. And when I receive gifts, I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, what did that cost? What did it, you know, how much did you spend? Because I am handling the bills going, I'd rather keep that in there to pay that bill Mm -hmm. than to just get some random thing that I'm going to eat and don't need anyway, (laughs) or that's going to, you know, die or whatever. But I am a quality time person. Mm -hmm. I'm very much quality time. I would rather you lean into that and say, hey, let's just go go for a walk together let's hang out away from the kids for an hour let's just get away and and do something fun just us which is why last weekend was so incredibly fun because we had some great quality time and it was leaning into my love language and that wasn't out of obligation you know it was that let's give each other what we really and truly desire that's meaningful and not just um not just something that a card that the obligation. Yes, yeah. but you're not just quality time. You're intentional quality time. Correct. So you do like quality time, hanging out, that kind of stuff. But to really dive into the nuance or the dialect, as mm-hmm. you know, we're using the five love languages from Gary Chapman's book. I'm sure you've heard of it. If not, 
get it. Um, if you go back to episode number two, all the way back, I think it was our second episode, we interviewed uh, Dr. Chapman on the podcast. He was our very first interview, and we talked about the five love languages. Mm-hmm. And so it's not the gospel, but it is a really good tool for how to understand your spouse and how to love them well. And uh, so as you dive into that, you know, every love language out of those five has a dialect, mm-hmm. a certain way you speak or, or, you know, feel that love language. As a matter of fact, our pastor, Mike, talked about it yesterday a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so out of, you know, you got quality time, you got gifts, you got words of affirmation, um, acts of service, and physical touch. Mm-hmm. And uh, you would be quality time and physical touch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm quality time and words of affirmation. Yeah. So, but, but to really dive into how you feel quality time, it's intentional face-to-face. Right. It, it doesn't have to be the mainstay, but you do have to have that every you know, week or two. Yeah. Every, if, you go a, if we go a while without having some of that face-to-face, heart talk. I'm feeling that. You're feeling that. Mm-hmm. Um. And the same thing with me, especially I think with words of affirmation, um, man, you can you can hack me off pretty quick mm-hmm. by saying something cutting, or I you know I don't like to have smoke blown at me like fake mm-hmm. words of affirmation, but uh, but like man, a good man, I'm really proud of you out of where that's great that that goes that's good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so so you think how does so how does a husband how do we how do we experience a win? Mm-hmm. When it comes to Valentine's Day and trying to lean in, lean into that. I think you ask the question. Mm. It's kind of like, you know, if, if I don't, if I like a, it's like, do you like caramel or do you like chocolate? Mm. Well, you know, I like caramel better than chocolate. And mm-hmm. so when it comes time for, you know, if you're going to buy me something, it's, if you're going to buy me chocolate, it's going to be probably lean towards more towards caramel filled something than just chocolate in the same way. Good, that confirms what I got you. <laughs> you need to ask. You say, have this conversation and don't blindside. It's like, you should just know me. That's not fair. No. It's the, you know what? T- tomorrow's Valentine's Day. And maybe I, you've, at this point, already got a little something, and hopefully you're not waiting to the last <laughs> minute. But say, do you really want a card and flowers and things like that? Or is there a way that I can make you feel more loved mm. that speaks to you? Mm. And guys the same way, because I know a lot of guys that, that it goes both, a lot of couples do something for the husband too. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's not fair to expect your spouse to read your mind. And if you don't like flowers for them to, you know, if they don't know that, then the world tells them tomorrow's the day for flowers. So, mm-hmm. you know, you need to find out what, what is the most meaningful way to show you love tomorrow. That's good. It's a very good conversation to have. And if you're listening to this and it's next week sometime or in two months, it's still a great conversation mm-hmm. to have yeah. um, because Valentine's still coming next year. Um, it's not just Valentine's. It's, it's, yes, it's a good conversation to have to find out how can I love you well, mm-hmm. you know, and am I doing a good job at loving you well? Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a hard conversation because you might Ooh. not like the answer, but, um, and so you want to pick a time when you ask that. Um, but I think those are good conversations to have because it can set up, uh, not just wins, but it can set up some really meaningful, deep uh, heart times with yeah. you and your spouse. Well, and I think it goes back to that biblical concept with the Lord. You know, we don't just bring him worship that we want him to have. 
Um, we bring him what is pleasing to him. And that translates to us too. It's like in scripture says to obey is better than sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And what that was saying during that time is I don't just want you to bring some, some obligatory sacrifice. I want you, your heart to be in it. I'd rather you worship me and, and obey me and, and serve me in a way that's pleasing to me, um, the Lord. And in the same way, we don't want to bring things to our spouse that doesn't show love to them. We want to love them in the way that they feel most loved and mm. we love them well. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So hopefully this was helpful to you today. Um, thanks so much for listening. Uh, listen, if, you, um, if you're if you on social media, click over uh, to at The Marriage Adventure and uh, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. And if this podcast is meaningful to you or helpful, you, helpful for you in any way, We'd love for you to subscribe and share it with your friends and, uh, and get the word out. So, listen, we want you to know we didn't get you chocolates for Valentine's Day, but we do love you. And thanks so much for listening.